So uh, this is Wabash Valley Teen Challenge. Pastor Jeremy Touchette, if you want to come on up here, and we're just going to give him uh, basically just the mic and let him run his program. They do this, you know, they do this every Sunday uh, or most Sundays. I think they they get to churches and uh, make rotations and explain the program, and then have some of the guys share. So uh, I just uh, thank you guys for being here, and let's give it up for for uh, Teen Challenge. Good morning, church. That was just pitiful. Come on, man. I know y'all could do better than that. Let me say it again. Good morning, church. Man, we are so excited to be here. Um, You know, we've been looking forward to coming here for a while. Uh, We just got back from uh, a mission trip. Uh, It's it's uh, we went to the second Holy Land. It's called uh, Louisiana. And we did some some mission work there. That's that's where I'm originally from, and uh, you know it got hit by the by Hurricane Laura. So we went down there and uh, we took our senior students and did just some incredible work. If you guys uh, have a Facebook, go check out Wabash Valley Adult and Teen Challenge on Facebook, and you can see some of the pictures and videos. Uh, the guys just did an incredible job. Super proud of them. How many of you guys know about Teen Challenge? A few? Okay. How many of you guys have ever heard of David Wilkerson? A few? How many of you guys have read The Cross and the Switchblade? Yeah? How many of you guys have read the book? You guys are telling your age. Great story. For those of you that don't know about Teen Challenge, Teen Challenge was started in 1958 by David Wilkerson. Uh, he ran across this news article in Time Magazines, and it had, um, it had these young guys on trial for murder in New York. And uh, the Lord told David Wilkerson, he said, go to New York and help those boys. And out of that was birthed Teen Challenge, to make a long story short. And... Um, I mean, you guys know that, that most of these guys aren't teenagers, right? You, you, you look and you say, teen, teen challenge, what? Well, we had to put adult in front of it because uh, the program was so successful in the lives of teenagers um, that they decided to open adult centers all around the country and all around the world. We have over 200 centers in the U.S. and more than 1,000 worldwide, and we've been doing it since 1958. That's over 63 years the power of God has been setting men free from addiction for over 63 years. And Teen Challenge hasn't veered not once from the original vision that God gave David Wilkerson. How I many of you guys know that the Lord can set you free from addiction? It's just the truth. You know, I, I was raised in a Christian home. And I knew a lot about God, but I didn't know God. See, I, I'm not just the director of Wabash Valley. I'm also a product of Teen Challenge. Like I said, I I thought that I knew who Jesus was. Man, when you meet Jesus, you can't help but to be changed for the rest of your life. Like I met Jesus in Teen Challenge. Changed my life forever. Changed the history of my life forever. And now I get to watch God do it in the lives of these men each and every day at at Wabash Valley Adult and Teen Challenge. 
whether whether God has revealed something in Scripture to these guys or or whether God has restored a marriage or re, or or restored their children back to them. We see miracles every day in this ministry, and it's just incredible. Would you guys like to meet this the student body of Teen Challenge? Yeah. I'm from West Louisiana, and I'm an intern at Teen Challenge. I'm Randall. Uh, I'm from Jennings, Louisiana, and I'm a student. I've been here about six weeks. I'm Alan. I'm here from Indiana, southern Indiana. I'm here from Teen Challenge. Uh, my name is Drake Yates. I'm from Lake Charles, Louisiana, and I've been here for six months, a little over six months, I think. I'm Lance Schatz. Um, I'm from Peru, Indiana, and I've been in, in the program for four months. I'm Mike Kemp. I'm one of the older ones that uh, they had to add adult for. Uh, I'm from White Pigeon, Michigan. Uh, I'm 50 years old. I've been here for a little over 11 months, and I have only have two weeks left. Uh, my name is Hunter Gregg. Uh, I've been in the program about two months now, and I'm from Knox County, Indiana. My name is Chance Young. I'm a student. I've been here for three days, and I'm from Southern Illinois. How y'all doing? I'm Nick Touchette. I'm from Lake Arthur, Louisiana, and I've been in a program for five months now. I'm Adrian. Uh, I'm 18. I'm from Lafayette, Indiana. Go Boilermakers. And uh, <laughs> uh, I've been in the program for over a year now, and I'm about to become an intern May 1st. I'm Chandler. I'm 25. I'm from Fort Wayne, Indiana. I'm an intern at Wabash Valley Teen Challenge. Hey, my name is Corey Treadway. I'm 46 from Terre Haute, Indiana originally and been in the program for a little over seven months. I'm Noah Dunnick. This is home for me. Um, I've been in the program for about seven months. I'm Shannon Ashley. I'm from Casey, Illinois, and I'm the old man of the group. I'm 65, and I've been here two and a half weeks and counting. Trophies of the grace of God. <laughs> Trophies of the grace of God. That's, that's what these men are. When I look at them, that's what I see. God takes that which is broken and he makes it whole again. Like he is God. He is God, the creator of the universe. And he does set men and women free from addiction. Addiction's running rampant in our world. I don't know if anyone else noticed that. But like the enemy's out there killing people. You know, he, he's out there killing people. And guess what? How, how many of you guys were raised in a Christian home? That's a whole lot of them. Just about every guy raised in a Christian home. You know, the, the enemy is out to destroy the testimony of the Lord's faithful. He wants your children. But guess what? We have a God. And God uses 
Teen Challenge to set men free. There's nothing great about Teen Challenge. There's nothing great about me or the staff. It's what's accomplished through the power of the Holy Spirit and the power of God to set men's lives free. I've been holding on to this for a minute. We have an information table. Sorry about that, guys. We have an information table. Um, you can pick up some information about us. Uh, we also have the condensed version of the cross and the switchblade. Uh, pick up a copy of that. It's an easy read. It's a great book. If you ever, if you haven't seen the movie, now it's kind of dated. I wish they'd remake it. Um, an incredible movie, an incredible book, and it's it's a great read. So check out our condensed version, and then uh, if anyone would like an actual copy, just let us know and we'll get that to you. Would, um, would you guys like to hear some testimony about the power of God? Yeah. yeah. Will you guys say, welcome, Noah? Welcome, Noah. <laughs> Good morning. Um, first of all, thank you all for having us. Uh, we've been especially me. I've been really looking forward to this for a long time to be able to come home and share my testimony um, and have everyone meet the guys. It's, uh, I'm just really blessed to be here and just want to thank you all for having us. Um, for those of you that don't know my personal story, um, I grew up in a Christian household with, with my dad. He was, he was really involved in church for most of my young life. Um, and as I got older, I, I kind of became a runner. I kind of uh, lost touch with the foundation that I had built as a kid and, and, uh, and really spent most of my adult life just pretty much void of any spirituality at all. I, I really lived selfishly. I, I really thought about what was in front of me and, and didn't really uh, value a relationship with God. And so over time, as I got older through high school and college, um, I started to suffer from serious depression and anxiety, and my way of coping with that and my way of running from that and putting a Band-Aid on that was to use alcohol. And I covered up the problem. I told myself I didn't have a problem. I ignored it, uh, and it, it became just an elephant in the room as I got older. And, um, you know, about seven or eight months ago, uh, I had finally really run out of rope. I had finally... Uh, I had finally run out of room to continue what I was doing, and I needed to solve the problem. In a 30-day rehab or secular program, I knew in my heart, and my parents knew too, that that just was not going to work. There was no way it was going to be effective. Um, the root of the problem had to be taken care of, and uh, I think just from all the prayer here in this church and, and through my family and some friends, uh, I was prayed into Wabash Valley Teen Challenge. So we found out about it through some people here, I believe, did some research on it and decided that this was the only option for me, that if I really wanted to get better, if I really wanted to uh, be free from this, that I had to commit, uh, I had to commit a year of my life to to getting better. And so we, we pulled the trigger on it and I showed up at uh, TC on uh, September 16th of last year. So seven months in right about now. So um, when I got there, um, my life just 
completely changed right when I walked in the doors. Um, I felt a presence I, I didn't know existed. I felt a peace that I, I didn't know existed. Um, God didn't, doesn't waste time. And when I got in there, all the changes just started to happen immediately. I did not feel anxiety. I didn't feel the weight of that anymore. I didn't feel depression. I didn't, uh, I didn't feel any negativity anymore. I, I was, I was delivered from that really quickly. So I was able to keep a positive attitude and let the program do what it does. And, uh, there's what I, what I really needed to do was find out what faith was and understand it so that I, I was able to build on it. And there's a verse uh, early on in the program, I noticed it on a wall in one of the churches we visited. It's Hebrews 11.1, 1, um, and, and it stood out to me uh, because I was struggling just to find out what faith was and, and what, it, what it meant and how it works. Um, and I, I just, I really needed some direction on that, and I needed the proper guidance to, to understand it so that I could live it out every day. Um, uh, now, faith is the uh, assurance of things hoped for, the convictions of things not seen. Every translation is different. I still, to this day, for seven months, I've been thinking about this verse, and, and, I, and I read it in different translations, and I still, I'm still trying to understand it and still trying to learn from it. Um, I was, able, I, have, I was given the tools by Wabash Valley Teen Challenge to, to understand my relationship with God and understand what he can do and how important that relationship is. And I'm just so grateful for my brothers and for pastors, my pastor Jeremy and Pastor Dave, and all the, all the people that have supported me because this, this, this has just changed my life. I'm able to share my testimony and, um, and hopefully help someone else get help. Um, and one thing that is really effective about this program that, that I think stands out is we're, we become a new creation. And, and, and uh, we lean on 2 Corinthians 5.17. Um, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old things have passed away. Behold, new things have come. We really, uh, we all know this by heart. We're supposed to know it by heart. It's, it's something that we've, we fall back on all the time. And I just like looking at myself as a human being and not an alcoholic. I don't like thinking of myself that way. I'm, I'm, I've been delivered from that. I'm free from that. And so um, just knowing that I'm favorable in the eyes of God, I, I'm, I mean something to him. I'm, I'm important. I, I have, my life has value. And I'm not defined by the decisions that I made. I, I have been delivered from that. I'm free from that now. And I can't be, I'm just so grateful for it. I, you know, I, I can go on and on, um, but it's, it's just... I didn't think that this was possible. I didn't think with my situation, um, how deep of a hole I had dug myself, I, I didn't think I could be delivered from conclusive hopelessness, which was what I was in. And, and, and I just, all glory to God for, for that and using uh, Teen Challenge to do it. Um, and it's, it's, it's called Teen Challenge for a reason. There's nothing easy about it. It's, it's designed to challenge you. It's not supposed to be comfortable. Um, but it's worth it. It's been worth every every minute of it, every single minute. And I just I want to thank first and foremost my my pastors. You know they provide the, the guidance and they provided the house and the place to to get myself right and to and to build on my relationship with the Lord. But my brothers here in front of me provided the home part. They provided me a home I didn't know was possible, and I. Uh, promised myself I wasn't going to get like this, but um, I'm just so thankful for you guys. I really am. Um, 
this is a an incredible group of men that that build on each other every day and just want nothing but the best for each other. And I've just been surrounded by it for so long. I'm just I just don't want to take it for granted. I just want you guys to know personally how much I love you and how much I, I care for you and how much I appreciate everything you do. And I also want to just I want to tell you all that you guys prayed me into this place, this church, um, my friends here and my family here. Um, you guys made this happen. You guys, you guys, your prayer was heard, and and here I am now, becoming something new, and I have a chance again. So I just want to thank you for that. My dad, and my mom, you've shown me so much support. It's just I don't words can't describe how thankful I am for you too. And I don't know what I'd, what I'd be doing without you. I just don't. My brothers, all of you, I, my sister, I love you guys so much. And also, um, you guys know my cousin Michael, I'm sure, around here. Um, you know what I mean when I say this, Michael? Had I been in your position, I would have walked away from me. But you stood by me through everything. And I am so grateful for that. I want you to know that personally. I love you too, man. And I just just wanted to let you know that. And I just I'm just so grateful for you, for everyone involved in, in my recovery. And I just uh, I just hope that this my my testimony can can reach someone else that needs help because this is the way to do it. Thank you, guys. Can you guys say good job, Noah? Say good job, Jesus. It's Jesus that's working in Noah's life. You know, Noah Noah said that um, him and his family had discussed, you know, the 30-day program. Most of these guys have tried the 30-day, the 60-day, the 90-day, get out and fall right on their face and, and don't understand why. You know, Teen Challenge has a 78% success rate, meaning 78% of men, women, and teens that graduate Teen Challenge never go back to drugs and alcohol again versus secular programs that only produce 12 to 15. It's a no-brainer to me. It's the Jesus factor. It's Jesus that sets people free. It's Jesus that does this incredible work in their hearts and in their lives. I'm not not knocking a 12-step program. That's great for some people, but we teach one step, Jesus. One step, Jesus. And like Noah said, anyone that's in Christ is a new creation. The old's gone. We don't talk about the old man. Who are you in Christ today? That's what matters. Will you guys welcome Adrian? Like you said, my name's Adrian. Meant to get a haircut before I came here, but it's all right. Might grow a mullet out. I'm thinking about it. <laughs> uh, I'm Adrian. Like I said, I'm from Lafayette, Indiana. I came into this program when I was 17 and became an adult in here. My whole adult life has been inside this program. And 
Growing up, I was raised in a Christian family, like he said. And my mom brought me to church and tried to keep bringing me to church. But as I got older, there was things in my life like being molested, being finding out my father wasn't my real father. That stuff just built up an anger inside of me. And that anger caused me to rebel against my my mom, anything I wanted, authority in general. And I got involved in the streets, doing whatever. I ain't going to go into detail, but I want to focus less on the bad and focus more on the good, on what God has done for me. And that's mainly what I'm going to be speaking about. When I first came into the program, I was like, God, I need something to lean on, you know. Give me something. And I was stacking this tile inside of a bathtub one time in a, at a place we work for in this program. And this bathtub's real old. Ain't never been hooked up to nothing. And uh, the pipes were cut off on the back. And I'm sitting there stacking tile. And a, a pressurized water stream starts coming out the back of these pipes. Had not been hooked up to nothing for a long time. And I get goosebumps. Bad. I'm looking around for a ghost, bro. I'm like, <laughs> man, what is this? And I heard the Holy Spirit speak to me. Clearest I've ever heard him speak to me. That's me. Remember what you prayed to strengthen your faith? That's what I'm, that's me right there. And I'm, I was like, all right, I got you. And so I kept going through the program, but it was a struggle the whole way. Them demons trying to kill me, trying they don't want you to be successful in your relationship with God because they know that your testimony can destroy what they're trying to do on this earth. And after that, it happened. God started to show me and build my relationship with him. And uh, I've been through a lot of storms in this program. And I think that's what makes everyone in the relationship with God be able to come out and not fall on their face because of the storms that you go through in the program teach you to rely on him and not fall back on what you used to do. And so I want to thank my pastor, Jeremy, as well. Dude's a good man. Beat me up a little bit, but it's all right. (laughs) But um, I feel like there's just so many stories. I can't go on about them. My mom, like Noah said about people praying us in, uh, I want to thank everyone in here who's a faithful prayer, the intercessors, because without those people, I'm telling you, ain't none of these dudes would be in here because somebody had to pray these people in here. And prayer is a powerful thing. And I believe God hears that stuff like Noah said. And that's how we get in here. And. uh, Yeah, I've been in here for a year now. I'm about to become an intern. God told me I need to serve here. Resisted that for a little bit. And I was, he's, I finally fell into it as well. I'm like, all right, God, fine. I'm going to do it. And so <laughs> I believe God's called me to do min, uh, ministry work with uh, my pastor Jeremy here. Do some music. I'm going to do a little rap. You know what I'm saying? It's all right. <laughs> and then I'm going to uh, serve here as an intern as well and help other men. They were like me when I came into this program. That's all I got to say. Thankful to God for sure. And I'm thankful to my family and all my brothers here as well. Can you say good job, Adrian? Can you say good job, Jesus? 
as Jesus working in Adrian's life. You know, I'm so proud of, of Adrian. Uh, when he came into the program, he was actually 17. And, um, you know, he's been through some adversity. And I'll I tell you what, that 18 years old, I would have been gone. I'm just being honest with you. There's no way you could have got me to stay in a program at 18 years old. Wouldn't have happened. And this young man has fought through the adversity and is determined to stay and do the work of the Lord. And I'm just, incre- I'm just proud of him, man. That's, that's just so stinking awesome. Um, so proud of him. Will you guys welcome Hunter? You guys will have to forgive me. I uh, definitely wasn't expecting this, so if I'm all over the place, you'll just have to bear with me. Uh, like Pastor Jeremy said, um, by the way, I'm 27. I've uh, been in the program two months, like I said. I'm from Knox County, Indiana, a little small town by the name of Sanborn, population about 317. Um, I grew up in a Christian household, went to church my whole life, um, uh, had very supportive parents and everything. And then around high school time, uh, kind of, you know, my, my brother is 18 months older than me, so we were real close. We were always with each other in high school, but during that time, we started drifting apart a little bit, and I started uh, getting in certain relationships that were uh, real toxic, and that's kind of where the ball started rolling. And um, after that, college uh, was really hard, as, uh, as Noah said. I fell into a really deep depression, and um, I was really dealing with anxiety bad because through high school, I just partied the whole time, and I was upset because I didn't get into a good school like all my other friends were doing. So uh, to use that, I, I abused uh, medications, anything, you name it, uh, and that was hard. And I struggled with that until right before I came in here on February 20th. Uh, it, was, uh, it was crazy. I uh, was sitting at home. My dad said that he would like to meet with me on, uh, on Tuesday at about 2 o'clock, which I thought was odd. And... Uh, I'm laying there on the couch waiting for 2 o'clock to come around, and I hear my mom grab my car keys. And I asked her what she was doing. She wouldn't answer me. I look out the window of my front house, and I see all my family's cars pulling into the driveway. Automatically, I knew what was going on. It was an intervention. Seen it on TV a million times, never thought it would happen to me. (laughs) So it's all there. My stepmother, my dad, my mom, my brothers, uh, the interventionist that they hired, my stepsister and her husband were on the phone. Luckily, my grandmother was not brought in. Um, and they gave me an option. They said, you can either go to Teen Challenge or you can go to another program. And to be honest, I didn't want to go because I still had um, some substances left that, uh, you know, I wanted to go out on one more run. That was my whole goal. And um, so they said, well, if you're not going to go, you're going to get kicked out. So I got kicked out. Never thought that would happen either, which was horrible. I... Uh, I haven't seen my dad or brother cry like they ever have when that happened. And, um, yeah, I got kicked out for about a week. Couldn't make it that long. Uh, and then about Thursday, I checked in on a Friday, Friday morning, and just started feeling really bad conviction all of a sudden. It got hot, sweaty, didn't know what it was. Then I called my mom. I said, all right, let's go. You know, let's do it. And uh, Friday morning I checked in, met all these wonderful gentlemen up here. And um, ever since then... In just the short amount of time that I've been there, I've um, been asking questions I never thought I would ask, um, praying about things I never thought I would pray about, just the discussions that I've had with all these guys, the pastors, 
uh, it's been great. And um, like they said, you know, we don't want to talk about the old life anymore. You know, that's, that's, that's gone. That's done. And um, I'm really uh, fortunate to have very supporting parents. Um, um, and I, you know, I applaud the whole Donick family. You know, uh, my family's pretty much the exact same way. And uh, it's, it's amazing in just two months of what God's doing in my life already. And, uh, and uh, yeah, it's just amazing. And I still got a long way to go, but I look forward to it. When I first got there, I said, man, I got 11 months and 29 more days, you know. <laughs> but, uh, no, it, it, it's a real joy of being here. I can't wait to see where God takes me in the future. Um, but right now I'm just focused and uh, trying to get a better relationship so I can have my faith walk with him. And uh, I just I look forward to it. And uh, that's all I have to say. Thank you, guys. Hallelujah. Say good job, Hunter. Good job, Jesus. That's Jesus that's working in Hunter's life, man. You know, I always always tell these guys, you know, I think of think of the the psalmist in uh, Psalm eight, and he talks about how I see see the, the work of your fingers, and he's talking about the majesty of God, and and then he says, Who am I? Who is man that you are mindful of him? And God handpicked each one of these guys to be in the seats at Teen Challenge. Like he, he looked across the world and he handpicked Noah to be in that chair, to set him free. Like God's mind is fixed on you. When it could be anything else that he's created, God's thinking of you. That just blows my mind, man. Like, we're talking about God. Like, the God of the universe is thinking of me. Wow. Incredible. Will you guys welcome Lance? How are y'all doing today? Uh, I'm not very good in front of crowds, but um, <laughs> I uh, grew up, I didn't have either of my parents. My mom was a really bad alcoholic, and... Uh, my dad just wasn't around. So me and my sister kind of grew up winging it, going from family to family and uh, just didn't have a very good childhood. And uh, it was pretty hard. And I got bitter because of that. A lot of abandonment issues and trust issues and uh, turned to drugs really hard. Like got into it bad. And um, like to the point where just for years, like I've, I have a son and like, I wish I could have waited to have him because until I got to the point where I am now and delivered from my addiction to Jesus because, uh, like, he's had to go through a lot of the same things I've had to go through because of my addiction. And, um, like, I beat myself up. The guilt from that has been horrible. But um, I actually uh, have a visit with him on the 24th coming up for the first time. He was really mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> and I get to see him and, and everything else. And, uh, but yeah, I, uh, I got caught up and almost killed myself pretty bad in drugs. And then, uh, like I, I kept wanting to get help, kept wanting to get help. I knew God was real my whole life, but it just, I didn't want to give up that, that comfortable life that I knew being high and running from my problems and avoiding them. So I just, 
never never got to the point where I'm like, okay, I'm ready to be done with it. Well, God gives us a choice, you know, to love him. And he ain't he won't make you love him, but like I always felt like I wish you would because I want to love you, but it's just so hard in this life. Well, I prayed and prayed and had a lot of people praying for me that I I, I could get over the life that I was living. And sure enough, I I overdosed, uh, got arrested, and I ended up at Wabash Valley Teen Challenge. And um, that was God's way of, of making me see him and see his love for me so I could love him back. And I'm still not where I need to be, but I'm growing every day. And I give God the praise for that. And I'm so thankful for Teen Challenge and the pastors and everything. And God is good. And just never, ever forget that. And I just want to thank you guys. That's all I got. Good job, Lance. Trophies of the grace of God. Man, what an incredible God. Just, he loves you so much. You guys welcome Alan. All right, now. I'm <laughs> up in southern Indiana. My name's Alan Fetcher. There's a phrase, a phrase in this Bible verse that I really love, and it's, it's Ephesians 5, 14. There's a part in there that says, uh, wake up, sleeper. I'm, you're dead. You're not dead. Well, that was me, Alan. Okay. I've been strung on dope for 20, 30 years. You know, I'm like a lot of these guys here, all broken down hearts. I'm 60 years old. We think a 60-year-old man would be in a place like this, huh? <laughs> but these boys have helped me. I mean, they've helped me a lot, girl. Uh, uh, here back about uh, 2011, I lost my dad and my mother. Then uh, you think that'd be the pain you can handle? What your mom and dad die in front of you like that? You know what I'm saying? All the pain he can endure. And about eight months later behind that, I lost my daughter. My daughter beat to death by her fiance. And uh, my life just went like this. Just a spiral. I mean, I just, uh, I lost it. I've been a four-year contractor. I mean, this wasn't from my company and these guys. And these guys here, I wouldn't be standing right here right now today. And I promise you that. The Lord Jesus Christ has changed my life and saved me because I didn't want to live. After I lost my family, I didn't want to live. This man here at Teen Town, I got to thank them for everything, especially these guys. And I'm proud to be here in front of all of you all today. You know, my daughter was beat to death so bad that we had to have a closed cast service. And it was sad. I could sit here and break down and cry in front of you all, but it's hard. I mean, I mean, it's really hard, and uh, I got a lot of bitterness about this, a lot of bitterness. And I didn't know, um, I didn't know if I could love God, period. I didn't know if I could love anybody after being hurt so many times. Can I love like God? Like, you know, I'm afraid of getting hurt again. But he can love you, and you can love you, okay? It, it does work like that, and I found peace with this I found peace, something I never had in my life, and finally walk away from it. 
I mean, I don't know what to think. It's a miracle. I'm a miracle standing here in front of all of you all. You know, and, and uh, I, I never thought that I would be in a place like this at 61, 60 years old. I've tried uh, 30 years, I'm 30 years old. Thank you. I could, <laughs> he's like, I like you ain't crying, person. Yes, he, he got it out of me about a week ago. <laughs> and I'm so grateful for it, to be honest with you. I was so happy. I mean, man, I hate losing people. It's something like this here. He, you know, he loves people so much. As a kid, we growing up in life, we we're always out there wanting to gain things, okay? Wanting to gain things. But when you lose something that you love so much, and it's not there no more. You can't get it. You're never taught how to lose it. You know what I mean? You're never taught how to grieve something, to lose it. Jesus Christ will help you grow. He will help you grow in life. And he has helped me grow. And um, before I start crying my eyes out too much, I want to thank you all for being here. And thank you all for having us here. And I want to thank this man and Teen Challenge because they saved my life. Okay, they have saved my life. And so is this man up here. God bless you all. Thank you. Good job, Alan. Good job, Jesus. That's Jesus that's working in Alan's life. You know, um, teen, like I said before, Teen Challenge isn't, isn't concerned about that old man, that, that old drug addict. We're concerned about that new man. You know, we work in every aspect of their life to build that new man. What's it like to be a husband, a godly husband? What's it like to be a godly son? Someone uh, that goes out to work and, and has morals and, and is an ethical person. You know, we, we work in every aspect of their life and, um, Man, it's just incredible to watch and see. You know, most of the time, I'm going to say probably 99.9% of the time, these men don't aspire to be drug addicts. Like, you don't just wake up one day and say, you know what? I think I'm going to be a drug addict today. It doesn't work like that. A lot of times, something happened somewhere in that person's life that caused them to go down that road. If you could hear some of the horror stories, if my if the walls of my office could talk, it'd make a grown man cry. Some of, some of the things that some of these men have endured in their life, and having, having been through it myself, like, you don't want to be a drug addict. Like, I... I remember what it was like not being able to stop hating yourself because you can't destroying your family and you still can't, but God, but God can, God delivers, God sets free. And that's what he does at Wabash Valley adult and teen challenge. Hey guys, we are so grateful that you've given us an opportunity to come and share with you guys. You know, if you have any questions afterwards, feel free to come and talk with us. And uh, before we go, 
I'd like to pray with you guys. But before before I do that, um, with if you would just bow your heads for me real quick. If there's anyone in here that doesn't know Jesus as their personal Savior and wants to know Jesus as their personal Savior, would you just shoot your hand up real quick in this place? Thank you. Anyone else? It's okay. You're 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 okay. There'd be anyone else that would say that this morning. Thank you. Hallelujah. We love you, Jesus. We love you, Lord, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. With every head bowed and every eye closed, if you know someone that's struggling with addiction, I want you to just shoot your hand up real quick. Okay, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. Hallelujah. I want everyone in this place to join hands. Reach out to the person next to you, and we're going to pray for everyone that raised their hand, for someone that that they know that's in addiction. And then for the, for the people that raised their hand um, to enter into a relationship with Jesus Christ, I want you to find me after this service and um, get with the pastor. But let's just agree right now. Lord, we love you so much, King Jesus. You're such an incredible God. You're such a merciful God and Lord, we just want you to know that we love you and we're humbled by your presence here this morning. We're grateful by the testimonies and and just the power that's in you. Lord, thank you for being the comforter in Alan's life, in all of our lives. Lord, you've seen every hand that was raised. Now, Lord, move beyond space and time and touch that person that's stuck in addiction right now in the name of Jesus. God, we call them home. Lord, do what you have to do in that person's life to bring them to the foot of the cross, but keep them protected while you do it, God. Lord, we all come in agreement this morning and we bind the works of the enemy We bind the works of the enemy in the name of Jesus. Lord, send forth your angels to rescue. Send forth your spirit to draw them. And God, we won't fail to give you the praise and the honor and the glory that you so rightfully deserve. Thank you, Lord. You're such a great king and we love you. We ask all this in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen.